Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Taria Jones, and she is a spiritual coach for professional millennial ladies. And I am really, really excited to speak more with her today. Um, You know, I was reading more about her and all of the incredible things that she has done and all the different ways in which she has been helping people. And so I am just really thankful to you for being here with us today to share more. So Tria, if you didn't mind, will you just tell us more about who you are and just share, share your story with us, whatever parts of it you're feeling called to share? Okay. Thank you for having me on, Christy. I really appreciate you. Uh, I really appreciate, you know, what you do as well as being a podcast host. Uh, We need more of those. So I thank you. I also, um, I I received something and and, and I'm going somewhere with this. I received something that someone called me a professional love spreader. And I was like, oh, that is Good, I love that. A professional love spreader. So how did I get started? What I noticed looking back over my journey, I have always been this person uh, that loved to share, that loved to encourage people and love to teach people something that they may not get from traditional church. And I never wanted to be that person, but I I knew early on that, you know how you have that question, it has to be more to to my life than this. It just has to be. This can't be all that there is to my life. So that was what, you know, you call the seeker. And so that started my quest for where I am now. But if you go back to when I was a child, a lot of my childhood friends always said that I was the person that they would come to and talk about whatever it is you could talk about at 13 or 14. I never, I never paid it any attention in my journey. And so, um, but like I said, my friends would come to me for advice and talk to me. And I've even had a Bible study in my home and it was just born out of the desire to share with them some of the principles in, in different Uh, I don't want to say ideologies, but different ways of walking your spiritual journey that I had learned Uh, the way I was raised. Okay, that was fine for that time in my life, but I aspired for for greatness, for greater, and I wasn't getting it at my local church. So in 2008, I started my business, Sweet Success School of Etiquette. And it was a school of etiquette for young girls. And the reason why I started it, I started in the inner city of St. Louis. 
uh, as a lot of the young ladies didn't have a lot of hope, uh, just because you live in a, in a community that doesn't have much to offer, doesn't mean you can't have any aspirations. But when you don't see anything around you in your environment, what do you aspire to? So that started Sweet Success School of Etiquette. And what I started was wanting to share with the ladies just basic foundational principles of being a young lady and then having hope. And so I was able to expose them to a world that they weren't able to see maybe in their environment, but use your imagination in reading and, and, and having these conversations they were able to like like blossom and say, oh, there is something greater than what I just see here. And so that started Sweet Success School of Etiquette. And then I built on another branch, Gentleman's Guide. And with Gentleman's Guide, same principles, but I did have a gentleman teaching that class. And so from time to time, we would marry the two. Fast forward a little bit. Then I was like, okay, I'm tired of teaching children. So I moved on to teaching adults. Uh, you can feel me, can't you, Christy? <laughs> I had done it for 10 years and I'm like, I'm done. And so I started teaching, <laughs> teaching some of the same principles to um, recently release felons through the Department of Justice. That went really well. I did that probably about four years. And what I noticed in my whole life I'd been coaching. I'd been coaching my whole life. So I went and got certified. And what I found is my niche are millennials. And the reason, I guess, why, of course, I can relate to them. I have a child that is a millennial. Um, I'm not the typical old lady like, and then I don't, I don't, I don't beat you over the head. Spirituality, uh, because I think that can turn people off. And so that's how I came to be a spiritual coach for professional millennial ladies. But as anybody will know, it's been a journey of a lot of highs and lows. You know, so it's, I love it, but it's a journey. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I'd love to touch on the point that at any point in life, you know, you've made several pivots, you know, with your, um, your sweet success school. And then now with coaching, you've made several pivots and that's okay. We can grow and we can evolve as our journey takes twists and turns and we, learn new things and we want to do new things. Um, you know, that was kind of a struggle I had with myself when I first stepped into the online world and I would beat myself up for not knowing exactly what I wanted to do and exactly who I wanted to work with. And I want to work with everybody and I want to do all these things. And it's like, why do we, um, I don't know where for at least myself, I got in the idea since the beginning of time that I had to pick one career path or one thing I wanted to do. And you have to stick with it for the next, you know, 60 years when I, when that's not true. So I really love that you're doing that. Um, 
I really want to explore your, your kind of spiritual coaching more. So um, I, I love your, I love your niche, the professional millennial ladies. Um, you know, would you consider that? So all sorts of women, women that are building their career, maybe women that are building um, like their businesses, like ourselves, would you say that um, you're really, are you really inclined towards one group or the other? Or is it kind of encompass all professional? You know, it does encompass all professionals. And you know, when you, well, when you get your certification, you have, you have to have a niche it down you gotta you know they make you just narrow it down and it's like being in the world i mean a lot of people are on a different journey that are attracted to me that may not be millennials but it's the message and it's the coaching uh that they're attracted to a spiritual coach i want to share with people is may not be what they think uh, for me, it's, it's just a foundation that will undergird you. And really, it comes from within you. So it's not something that I'm saying, oh, okay, you got to reach out here and you got to, you know, see this and you got to go over here and you got to do that. It's basically your foundation that you build from within. Um, so you don't have to be afraid that somebody's going to want you to read me read scripture and you know you got to pray 22 times and you know you can't say a cuss word because you know cussing is not spiritual well but do I love God with everything in my being is that my my foundation absolutely but do I push that on the people that I coach no I do not no I do not because really if you can tap into what's within you then you got it you got it. You got to know that strength and that power and that determination, you know, that intuitiveness, all of that is there. But those are the foundations. So now are there people that I coach that want that spiritual, you know, refer to scripture and, you know, make it line up and, you know, how is this and why is it? Okay, yeah, I have that too. I can share that with you too. It's, it's basically, it took me back to when I was just say a millennial. And like you just said, you know, it makes you think that the world and society make you think that you got to have it all together. Because, okay, you're 38 and, and what are you doing? And, 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 and 90% of the time you really don't. And so where do you find the, the source and the resource that says, you're really okay. It's okay. So I didn't have that at the time. Uh, I can say a mentor. My spiritual journey was just what I, I learned myself. Like I said, I couldn't get it from the church. So it's what I learned myself. So um, a lot of people don't have that and then they don't know where to go uh, and how to find it or how to make sense of, I went to college, I got the degree, I'm working in my field, but it sucks. And you feel, you know, you feel how we say some kind of way when you want to turn your back on that. It's like, I, this sucks, but this is what I went to school for. And, you know, everybody's saying, you know, you got to stick with it. 
you know, so being that coach allows you to kind of peel back the layers and, and discover that, you know, you don't have to have a straight path. You really don't. You can dip off. You can explore things. You can, you know, try something different. But when you have that spirituality that undergirds it, it gives you the confidence to do it. You know, it gives you the, um, the mind to say, I'm not going to be beat down because I tried something and it didn't work. You know, I'm not going to beat myself up and then I'm not going to allow anybody else to beat me up. So that's the kind of foundation that as a spiritual coach that I'll share with, you know, with individuals. Um, the next question that I was going to ask you is kind of, why do you think that it's important for um, as professionals that we kind of have that spiritual foundation? I feel like you touched a little bit on that, but um, you know, what has it brought to your life? Why has that been important for you yourself? Oh my God. It has brought so much to my life because when you think about it, we have a lot of self-talk. We have a lot of people that we think know everything about whatever the subject matter is, but they don't know as much, they don't know, probably just have as much as you because they're, they haven't experienced it either. So I had to learn to tune all of that out. I had to learn to stop comparing, you know, well, she's doing it. She has this and then the other and, you know, but, but she doesn't have it and she has this, that, and the third, you know, so how do you find that balance? I found it in my spiritual journey. I got the approval from my spiritual source. Because if I looked outside of me for it, and I have, and we do, you know, some people um, shop, some people eat. Some people do drugs. Some people are just bitter and angry, you know? And so we don't kind of know why we might use all of those um, devices or behaviors. And so when you have the spiritual foundation, it kind of gives you a an undergirding, a foundation, you know? And like I said, it doesn't have to come from you read, no, anything like that. It can just come from you uh, just from gratitude. Just simple gratitude. And then once you begin to build up in gratitude, if that's where you want to start, then you start to know that you're okay. You really are okay. Because it's like, well, I may not like my job, but I'm, I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I had it. You know, I may not like the, the way my body looks, but it really does support me and, and, and take care of me and allow me to do the things that I want to do. And so you could just start there. So the spirituality, it may look like it only has one leg or source, but there's so many ways to get there. And you don't even have to really, if you don't want to call it spirituality, you don't have to call it spirituality. Like we always say, 
God doesn't care what you call it. He doesn't care what title you give it. I mean, those titles are for us. It's just how you get there. And as their coach, then I'll, I'll get there the best way for you because there's no one set way for every person. And so when you wanna garner, pull in all of those different pieces that you have, those tentacles that you have in your life that are going haywire, just come to center. But if, even if that's the word we wanna use, just come to center. So that's why spirituality I chose spirituality and I'm thank you for allowing me to kind of elaborate on what it can be because sometimes I think people run and run away from the word spirituality. Yeah, they, they do. Um, so thank you for allowing me to kind of put a different insight and spin on it. Of course. Thank you for sharing that with us. I, I always like to explore more of that myself because, um, you know, again, I grew up with a uh, Christian background. And so, you know, I've always attributed spirituality with religion. And we know that religion can be a really, really touchy topic for some people and, you know, can be one, one of those hot button topics. And so I really appreciate that you explained that like, um, you know, religion can be in spirituality, but it doesn't, that's not what it's about. It's not religion. It's I, you know, I believe that it's all about finding and connecting with that higher power, whether, you know, whatever you believe in God, universe, source, and tapping into yourself, tapping into that trust of yourself. Because when you were talking about we look for it outside of ourselves. I can't even tell you how many times I've gone searching for my purpose and what am I here for outside of myself instead of yes. right here. <laughs> it's right there. I know. And see, those are the kinds of how can I say, principles, understandings of teaching that they don't share with us in traditional um, Christian circles in, in in churches and they don't share that with you. They all, for me, had me out, you know, thinking that the only way I could get blessed is if I go down to altar call or, you know, or to, you know, I got to let the priest pray for me because I can't, I can't get a prayer in, you know? And so I was like, thank it. And so now that I know that and I know better, then I'm willing to share that with people that it is, it, it's, it's really easier than we think, but we grew up with such rigidity that it's like, it scares people away. It literally does. It literally does. It really does. I could think of people that I'm still close to who are um, scared by, you know, just the exploration of anything outside of what their belief is or what they grew up with. I'm thinking of like my mom in particular, you know, and, I told her I wanted to explore because I know that there's more than this. I want to explore what's out there and explore other things and look at other things. And she's just like, always tells me, actually, it's my grandma that always tells me that I'm going to hell, but. You know, Christy, I get it. And I can so remember this really, really well. Where I was, I could see the sunshine. I can see this man in the truck and he just came up and we were having a conversation. And he, and he started talking about heaven. And, and he said, 
I said, you know, I really don't think heaven is a destination. What do you mean, young lady? I said, I just, I don't get that, that it's a destination. I said, it's, it's, it's a mindset. It's a, it's a, it's a beingness. Because why do I have to go somewhere in order to be happy? Why can't I be happy right here, heaven on earth? You may be on to something. And so, <laughs> you know, and so those are the kind of things that, that are deposited into me that it just caused somebody just to think a little bit, you know, but if nobody shares it with you, how do you know it exists? So that's part of my spiritual coaching the things that I share, you know, in, in the coaching. It's and you know, and it's like people are afraid like like there's a hell. And I'm like, well, a God that loves you and created you and lives on the inside of you, why would he do that to himself? Why would he put himself in a place that will cause harm and hurt? But he says he loves you. You know, so my spiritual journey, as you can see, is like, is, I love it. Coaching is, I love that too. So I just, I just marry the two for the best outcome for everybody, you know, for everybody, Christy. You know, and I love this because this plays right into, again, why it would be really important to have a spiritual coach. Um, just thinking when I kind of started my awakening last year, when I'm just like, what's going on? I'm questioning everything I believed. I'm reexamining, you know, all of these things. And yeah, it would have been really nice to have some kind of a guide or a mentor who told you, you're not crazy. This is okay. But you know what? Even if, even if it's crazy, then just gotta bring you back you know it's just it's not you're not gonna you know you're not gonna die for a mistake it's like you just learn from it and you get up and you're just like okay well now that i'm not gonna do it again and you keep going you know it's like it just it's not it's not ooh, it's not what they taught us christy it's just not it's just not it's not. And I think too, that it's all part of our soul's journey to be here and experience it for ourselves too, to not just take at face value what we're told and okay, that's the way it is. Like we're here to learn and explore. Otherwise your soul doesn't evolve and learn if you don't have the experience. No, it won't. No, it will not. So I'm just loving everything about this talk. Um, <laughs> I feel like we could probably go on for hours. <laughs> I love what I do. Yes. So I, I really want to know. So you've already talked about you obviously um, probably do some one-to-one -one coaching with your clients. Do you have any programs, any group programs or any um, courses or anything that you've developed yet? Yes, I do. Uh, I have, of course, I do the one-on-one -on -one, uh, and they can just... Um, if they want to get in contact with me, they can DM me or go to my website and it's www.iamteria.com. I have a six-week course where um, you just have a specific, a, a specific topic or something specific that you want to hone in on. 
kind of get some clarity on if it's your job, if it's your relationship, if it's your health. Uh, you know, you just want to get some a greater foundation and understanding on that one specific topic, then that's a six-week course. I have a 12-week mastermind where we peel back the layers one by one by one. You get uh, in the in the six week, you get four one-on-one coaching sessions and you get your handbook. In the 12 week, you get the six one-on-one sessions. You get two calls with me whenever you whenever you want them. And then we work through the handbook together, I work through it together with you so that you can, we can collectively get you to where you want to be. All of this is about you because you come in with where you want, want to be, what's really troubling you or what you need some clarity on. And so we sit down and, and develop a, a, a mastermind or a game plans, game plan for the six weeks, the mastermind for the 12 weeks. And we'll get you the results that you want the outcome that is best for you. So when you do the mastermind, it's like you get, you, you're wanting, it's like what I had to do when I knew it was something greater for me in this world. How do I get there? I mean, I had relationships, you know, I had the kids, I went to school, you know, um, my love life is bad, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm overweight, you know, all of that. So that's what you can start with if you want that type of overhaul would be the mastermind. But if you just have one thing that you want to kind of work on, then that's the six weeks. And then if you want to start with the one-on-one, it's just like, I don't know what coaching is about. How can it help me? Then you start with the one-on-one. I love that. I love how you have them, um, you know, like you said, broken down into what you need and how you tailor them with a unique experience. So it's not a one, it's everybody, we're not a one size fits all. So I really like that you make that unique to everybody. So do you want to let us know where we can find you online? You let us know your website, but do you have any social media that we can follow you on? Yes, you can follow me on social media. Everything basically is I am Taria. Uh, I am Taria on Instagram. I am Taria on Facebook. The website, www.iamteria.com. And if you want something different uh, that is very encouraging, Kindness is Dope is my podcast. Because it's just so dope to be kind. It's just so dope to be kind. So Kindness is Dope is my podcast. Uh, You can find it on different platforms where you find podcasts. And I think that's that's everything in it. Oh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is um, same thing. I am Rhea Jones. Awesome. That's all going to be linked in show notes too. So you will be able to go straight down and connect with her. Uh, tell us a little bit. I don't think that we touched on your podcast really. I know you're on a little um, hiatus from it right now, but do you kind of mind just telling us a little bit more what that's about? So if somebody wanted to check it out. Yes, I love my podcast. And the reason being was I was charged with being the change that I wanted to see in the world. And um, kindness can, can propel that change with whoever 
starts to you know, offer it. Uh, I don't like to say random acts of kindness. My tagline is kindness is a lifestyle. Choose kindness. So your lifestyle should exhibit kindness. It should be just what you wake up and, and deliver in all your interactions. And so what that does, people sometimes may not realize it is, it starts to change you from the inside out. You'll see the world differently. You'll see people differently. You'll see your job differently. And who doesn't want to interact with that person? Who doesn't wake up, want to wake up and be that person? You know, are you, you know, I got, you ever get tired of being angry? You just get tired of being crazy and treating people bad. And, you know, <clears throat> you know, you always want to jump off and, you know, curse people out. And it's like, that's exhausting. <laughs> it's just an exhausting way to live, but I've, I've done it. I, I'm not ashamed to say that I have. Um, because I can relate, you know what I'm saying? I can relate. So that's what the podcast teaches teaches, and it's done in like a coaching style where I take a, a topic and I relate it to kindness and how effectively it changes you and the people around you. People will want to be around you. You'll want to share and look at somebody else and give them a smile because you're feeling like, hey, you know, hey, girl, you know, so you feel like this. So, and, and we don't realize that it's like energy. It's not, it's like energy. It is energy. And so you start to reverberate in that energy. And then everybody around you does. And then you start to wonder, well, why are they holding the door open for me? Or why did they let me get over? And they didn't even, you know, curse me out and blow the horn. And because you start to emit an energy of kindness, of love. That's how I got my title, Professional Love Spreader. And so um, I do too, I love that title, Christy, I love it. Uh, so that's, that's what Kindness is Dope is about. That's what Kindness is Dope is about. It's just so dope to be kind. You will, once you grasp it, and recognize what it is you're giving as well as receiving, you won't want to live any other way. It's just the greatest way to live, to be kind to somebody. I don't, it's just amazing to, to, to live that way. So that's what Kindness is Dope is about. So I'm going to, I'm going to get back on my podcast and kind of do something similar to what, what I do with uh, coaching. But I want others to come on and share how kindness has changed them. It does change you. I'm just thinking that we we need so much more kindness in our world. Um, there's so much hate right now. And um, well, I mean, just, you know, all the time there can be so much hate. And I'm, I'm just smiling, thinking of spreading kindness, because that's something that I, again, have been on the other side. And it takes so much energy to be hateful and avoidant and just 
rude. And, um, but I was almost thinking too, I, I picture us like going around and, and spreading kindness. But the funny thing is as a recipient, we're almost not used to kindness. If I'm walking through the grocery store and somebody smiles at me, I'm going to be like, she crazy. What's wrong with her? Do I have something on my shirt? Like somebody's smiling at me. This is so weird. And so it's just funny how, you know, (laughs) yeah, the conditioning. Yeah. The conditioning. Yeah. So I was just kind of chuckling thinking of that because I love to make it a point to just, you know, smile at people and just spread that. But I do get a lot of crazy eyes like, okay, let's go around that chick smiling at us. (laughs) But I I absolutely love what your show is about because it's, it's too much energy to be hateful. It really is. It is. is. And, And when you're smiling, it's like... But I just, I feel so good. So yeah, I just want to share it with you just a little bit. <laughs> yes. And it goes back to a statement too, that if you want to change somebody else, start with yourself first. Start here. That's what, and that's what, what my charge was. Be the change you want to see in the world, Taria. And, and kindness was, kindness is dope, was born. It's, I love kindness is dope. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm super excited to tune into that. And I think that um, well, bringing on guests is going to be so cool. It'll give a whole new twist for you to um, hear others' experiences and share that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Can you imagine, you know, just to have everybody come on and talk about kindness and how they've changed and what they've shared and what they've received. Oh my God. It is going to be you got to come on my show, Christy. I would love to. I'd be honored. <laughs> yes, you have to. And and see, this is what people will begin to teach their children. Mm. You know, yeah. Oh, I love that you bring that up too, because, and they're, and they're watching us too. Like they, we don't even have to say anything. Like we don't even have to say anything. They're, they're watching. They're watching what you do. It's all in the actions too, you know? watching what you not only what you say but what you do what you're actually living and being so I love that you bring that up too because once you begin to transform yourself like that just vibrates out to them too so yes yes they watch what we do and what we don't do the way they're watching and then they emulate it it was like well you cussed them out so I'll cuss them out <laughs> right right and you want to look at them like where'd you learn it well yeah, yesterday at the house. Yes. I know my kids are, that reminded me of over Christmas, we were playing um, this fun arguing game. It was called super fight. And um, some of our family got really, really into it. And so I was one of those that got really into it. And when I was doing it, I did throw a cuss word in there. Oh, the kids were all over that. They're like, oh, mom cuss. Can we cuss now? And I'm like, no, no, you close your ears. You didn't hear that. <laughs> an accident <laughs> oh no oh no uh, look i will share this little story hopefully my daughter doesn't hear it but like i said i i, I cuss and so i get this call at work one day it's from the property manager when i was in the apartment she said miss jones this is uh, whatever her name was cynthia uh i want you to know that your daughter is standing at the top of the street and she is cussing like she's 25 years old. And I was like, I said, really, really, Ginger? 
Yes. And I'm not going to say anything to her because I know what she's going to say to me. She's sitting up there cussing like she's a grown lady. And I was like, uh. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And so I really, I really had to navigate through that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Of Because she's heard it at the house. And so she's just only doing what she saw me do. And it was just like, oh, wait a minute. I got to make some changes. You know what I'm saying? I got to do some things differently because she is really, you know, when the property manager calls you because your daughter is at the top of the street. So this caused me to be the change I want to see. But now she's, she's kind and, you know, but yeah. They watch, they emulate, and um, I have to be, and I choose to be, though, that person now. And so now they'll say, well, you didn't even go off. You, you, yeah, you just not going to say nothing. I was like, what was I going to say? You know, so I'm totally 360. And they, this mom is, they're like, oh, mom, you know, mom's not going to say nothing. She's going to let it happen. And, but I may say something, but it'll be respectful. And it'll be kind, and you'll still get the understanding. So it's just, um, it, it changes your life, I guess, for lack of a better word. It will change your life for the better in your children's life. I agree. Thank you for sharing that story. Um, and I like, I just want to touch on what you said too. Like, it's okay for us to change. Like, you said you realized, you know, then, like, oh, I better make some changes with some of my things. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, you know, it's okay that you've, you know, you might beat that yourself up about that later, but, you know, we shouldn't. It's okay. We're learning, we're changing, you know, you decided to do something about it. So it's just that message that it's okay. It's okay for us to mess up. It is. And I don't know where we get that from that. We had to be perfect. Everything had to be done a certain way, shared. I mean, perfection, it's no, it doesn't even exist. But we were, you know, beat down for making mistakes. And have you ever heard of Wayne Dyer? Uh, yes, I have heard of the name. Wayne Dyer. He, he oh my God, he's, he's a metaphysical physician but he's since transitioned but he just made a point of how it starts in school with the competition children get the gold stars the ones that don't get the gold stars thinks there's something wrong with them the ones that do get the gold stars thinks they're better than everybody else and so you start to build in your mind who you think you are based on gold stars and if you think about it, nobody comes along and corrects that and, and kind of pours into you and, and, and validates you outside of those gold stars. Oh man, the damage. The, the damage that is done as a child, you know, you always want to be competitive. You always want to, you know, outdo the next person and I got to get it and before they get it. And, and you know, that just turns you into somebody that you may not really like later on. You know, but I remember that story that he shared. It starts, it starts with the gold stars. 
Wow. That's so powerful. While you were saying that, I had a realization too, that it's, it's, we start as children already comparing ourselves to others and measuring um, where we fall on, you know, maybe the scale of one to 10 based on everybody else around us. And then we wonder why we come into adulthood and we're again, looking at everybody else comparing ourselves because we've been conditioned to do that our entire lives to look around us and compare how we are doing based on everybody else. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. We make everybody else the marker, you know? Yeah. I got to live up to this or, you know, I did one of my podcasts is about comparisons and how detrimental it is when you compare yourself to somebody else and the weight of that, you know, and, and the unlearning of that emotionally, you know, and, and, and knowing that you're okay the way you are. Can you imagine how many years that took me to stop comparing myself to somebody else? That was a lot of work. I'm not playing. That was a lot of work for me because I did it for such a long time. You know, I, I that ooh, ooh. So that that goes back to you know being that spiritual coach. You know, people. We those are the kind of things about ourselves we want. We don't want to tell anybody that. You know, I have a problem comparing myself to my mom, my sister, you know, and how it's hindered me and how I, you know, I'm emotionally broken because of it. And, you know, then it plays out in so many other ways, you know, in your life where you think it's the supervisor that's bad, but, you know, it's you, you know, still feeling the anger and the hurt and pain for what was caused in your home or, you know, comparing yourself. If your sister was one way and you were different, then you always thought your different was bad. So it's just like so many layers to who we are. And if we just keep piling stuff on top of it, on top of it, on top of it, without ever getting any help or understanding or teaching it, it's, it starts to get really, really heavy. Yeah. So then eventually it topples over. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Or you're in a fetal position. Yeah. You know, some Yeah, you're crushed. You know, so it's, um, I wish people would take the time and love on themselves in that way with a coach. Um, if it may not be me, it may be somebody else, but but look at the the love you will be given into yourself if you were just allowed to just come to a place and just let it all out and put something else in, you know, and know that that's okay. Know that it's okay. You won't be judged. Nobody will beat you up. You know, it's okay. Because really, when you think about it, I always say we come from a perfect place to an imperfect place to make our way back to a perfect place. So this is where we we do all the work and we get it as best we can, you know, so. Absolutely. I have to say, Taria, thank you so much for being on, for spreading your message uh, with us today. This has been an incredible conversation. Um, I've just had a smile on my face the whole time. Like I've loved this conversation and I think that our listeners are going to love it as well. So again, thank you so, so much for being on, for sharing with us and for giving your time to us today. Thank you, Christy. And thank you for uh, the opportunity. I really appreciate you.
And I'm going to look you up for my podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.